Welcome back, everybody, to From Beyond the Arc podcast. I am your host, Ian. This is episode 12, part 3 of our Kobe Bryant miniseries. Our apologies on the delay. Your boy got COVID. I got got right after my first vaccine shot. Shit sucked. But we'll save that for another episode. This episode is a bit dated. It was recorded over two months ago at the end of February. So a lot has changed in the NBA, as you could imagine, since then. Today's actual date is Friday, April 23rd, 1.52 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. In this episode, I got to chop it up with a good homie and former colleague of mine, Julio Martinez. Julio and I worked together for a few years at a sneaker boutique in downtown Los Angeles. Shout out, Blends. But yeah, Julio was one of the first to come to mind to interview for this mini-series, and I am so hyped that he was down. And without any further ado, here is the episode. Julio, what's up, man? What's good, Ian? I appreciate you having me, bro. I'm glad you were to come on, but like I was talking to you earlier before we started recording, was anytime I talk about anything in my time in downtown LA, you always end up getting brought up because I feel like me and you spent so much time together on 7th in Los Angeles. But that's just my time there. You've been there since... Before, what was the what was the old Addy? Damn, 125 4th Street. That shit was a decade ago. So Yes, sir. I'm sure this video listener, if you can't see Julio's background, that right there is Mr. Kobe Bean Bryant in the flesh at the shop, man. Yeah, so that happened what 2011 when All-Star was out here and they had me go open up the shop at seven in the morning. Yeah. And sure enough, it was Mr. Bean. Who gave you the call? Was it Tack? No, so we had the- Or was it Nike heads? No, not even. Nike didn't even know. They actually had to call us to make sure that it was actually him filming outside because he was filming for commercial, a Fiat commercial. Damn. Okay, first and foremost, our friend Julio here is a Clipper diehard, born and raised in Los Angeles, and he bleeds Clipper blue and red. All day. You would always go to a game like a week, I feel like. Always had the best seats. You'd always come back, show me the videos of you yelling at Clipper Daryl and just like yelling at at Cove or whoever, bro. You always had the fire flicks and the fire uh, events at Staples. Being a Clipper diehard, what was it like before... Blob City and Griffin. I mean, I guess you guys had Darius Miles and Quentin Richardson, but what what made you be like, yo, this is this is my team? I mean, for me, it started playing ball at, at rec parks, you know. My mom took me out to play. She wanted to keep me distracted, but they were the ones who initially came out to support us as kids, and they wanted more for us, so they kept giving us bags and invited us to games, and I was fortunate enough to play at a two-ball tournament, which consisted of going to the Staples Center, which is cool. I played there for once. 
um, as a Wait, kid. what's inside? Yeah, when uh, when the Clippers Lakers first got to the Staples Center, their first I think it was ninety nine or something like that. Probably ninety nine. Yeah, I don't even remember. It's been so long, but I got to go uh, play at, on the court, and I remember seeing D Miles. I remember seeing Lamar. I think Nick Van Exel was playing for the Nuggets at the time. So that's okay. I can remember from that, but it started from them just supporting us, coming to show us love. Keith Claus, Dennis Johnson was the coach. Lamont Murray, too, was was around. You know, it's just they come from the ground up just like I did. So that's more of the reason why I also, you know, gravitate towards my Clippers. We're always we're always the underdogs. <laughs> Word. I remember just working with you sometimes and you tell me the reason why is because they were the ones who came through your neighborhood and like showed love. Surprisingly, like the Lakers weren't there, but the Clippers were, which I was like, damn, what? Because my co-host who's not on right now, Doug is also, he's from Southern California as well, but he's also like Clipper diehard at same era, like before Lob City. And I think the D-Miles Q Rich team was the one that got him hooked. And same story, but like before, I think before you, I feel like you were the first real Clipper fan that I have met. Cause you know, even within the blends familia, it's like no one. Kevin's always talking all this, no. you know, you know what team Kevin's on. I mean, I can't even, did Art really have a team? Uh, um, not necessarily, but right? uh, you know, he was, he was team, team win pretty much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo, side story. I actually saw Art and his brother like just before the pandemic happened out here. They're like opening a burger spot in Manhattan. What? Yeah, because Mickey was here just before like in March last year. He was like, yo, guess who I'm meeting up with? I was like, who? He's like, Art. I was like, yo, I got to come to this. We went to like this chicken spot. What? Caught it up with Art and and his brother. Got to make it out. I haven't been out there in so long. Like I got a lot of time in my hand now. So, bro, I have to yeah, I mean, out. you always got a place. You need a place to stay. I got you. You need to, you know, <laughs> get some food, drink. But I got you too, man. Yeah, man. Are you still in uh, Glendale? Yeah. Uh, yeah, for now. Getting ready to, okay. you know, make some moves in a little bit. But yeah, still in Glendale. Wait, so is it just you right now at the shop? Uh, no, nah, we got Robbie helping us out. He was working at our Larchmont shop. And then uh, yeah. Naji. Naji's doing his thing musically as well. So he's helping out Mondays and Tuesdays. He's holding it down while I'm out Yeah, right now. So he's doing his thing. I spoke with Alex, Gamebred. And this was, I guess, just when you guys opened back up. But for a minute, it was just you, right? Yeah, it was me for about three, four months. Probably about three months. Yeah. Yeah. It just became really busy. People, you know, wanted a place to go chop it up and, and touch things and see things, mainly speak, you know, because away for so long from each other. So it helped me and it helped them because, you know, me, I'm always trying to chop it up with somebody that it always comes out. <laughs> Working at the shop, it's like people, I'm speaking on blends in particular, that shop, I mean, it's so much a hangout as it is just a store. Yep. So I feel like there are so many heads that came through when I was there with you and even before me. And even when I was at like the Costa Mesa or Santa Ana stores, it was just like people just come through to, to say what's up, you know? Yep. And it's like barbershop type vibe, if you will. Right up. One of the most things that always came up, man, was just basketball. I remember you placing bets with uh with like the cats next door 
on like everything and just like people coming in. I saw the the blend shop in like a, a commercial recently. Uh, yeah, the eBay authentication stuff. Yeah, I mean, they came in one day and they were they just liked the aesthetic of the shop set up. Mainly just wanted to use it for the lights pretty much, but. No, I know that it's as big and prominent. And then, damn, that came right after. I remember when Tak was was building that nest. Yeah. He had the model just chilling forever upstairs. Dude, years, probably a year just chilling. I'm like, when are we going to get this going? But finally happened and it's doing well. People will come in and just just start, you know, gazing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool. <laughs> and it, it just turns the shop into a different store. So Blends LA. Julio's been holding it down for a decade plus, man. And the homie knows what's good with the sneakers, with basketball. Anytime you're around there, please stop in and say what up. And it's always, it's always love. It's always a good time. Appreciate that, bro. But um, getting back to, uh, I, there's so I feel like there's so much to catch up on all this shit, man. But uh, okay, let's talk. Let's talk about the uh, before we get to Kobe. Your your thoughts on the the your team's collapse last year. Cause you you were sounding off. You were sounding off. Uh, all right, here we go. I mean, anyone who is a true Clipper fan who doesn't acknowledge that was just embarrassing, you need to just recalibrate because that was not basketball. That was not. I don't know what that was. Honestly, I don't want to put it all on Doc, but the players were just scared, in my opinion. I don't want to blame, you know, chemistry. I don't want to put no more excuses on it. They just choke, plain and simple. Yeah. Even this year, I'm I'm just seeing no progression. It looks the same to me. You watched last night? Oh, yeah. I looked. Uh, they came back from that 15-point lead, but still. They I think the last call was bullshit, though, oh, on, on Harden. Mean, Harden is from L.A., dog. You know how L.A. people are. They act a lot. Come on, bro. <laughs> Uh, that happened, but it shouldn't have gotten to that point, you know, and PG still proving himself, I think, but let the man play. I think let, let him play. I didn't understand what was going on until like the next today. Yeah. The morning today where they're like, it was a minutes restriction. Mm -hmm. and I was like, what man? Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's terrible. They're getting soft, man. They're getting soft in my opinion. They were talking about it this morning as well. KG and, and them, they would not want to sit down after minutes restrictions. Like, they're all about it. Like, no excuses. Like, you're going to give it all you got. So, this pod does enough PG slander. I don't want to, the boy is hooping right now, but I mean, that's always. No, he's balling, but like, man, I just let him, let, let them play. Let them play and just play. Like, no complaint. Don't complain. Just play, man. Just play. Okay, so then how, how did you feel when they got rid of Doc? I think it was time. I think it was time. I felt like that when Vinny Del Negro was the coach. I feel like Doc was a, a great motivator, but he wasn't allowing everyone to meet their full potential, in my opinion. He was trying to get a certain few to reach their full potential. But Lou is, is, is just letting them play, you know? He understands the player's he's almost as young as some of these players too i don't want to say he's that old but you know he understands the player so I mean, he's got a ring a couple of rings as a coach and as a player so it's like true true you know, he, he understands it i don't not taking it from doc but i just think it was time for for a change just something fresh you know
I agree. I agree. I mean, he's been there, what, seven, eight years? About eight years, yeah. Even with like the Donald Sterling shit, all that stuff, it like blew my mind because this past summer, even when during the playoffs was like, I never realized that you guys never got to the Western Conference Finals. Never. <laughs> I always thought for some reason, just looking back that it was, it was the Western Conference Finals, even with like the Spurs. Oh, believe me. I was there for those when we were down 3-2, or we were up 3-2 to the Spurs one year and lost. We were up 3-1 to the Rockets with James and lost. And again, last year, I even told my son, a couple of my friends, like, don't be surprised if we take this this L after this 3-1 because I had a feeling that the, the coaches wasn't coaching them the way I felt like they should have been coached. The rotations were very short. Substitutions were just not there I, I just didn't see doc coaching correctly so you know yeah we'll see the difference this year but and that was during lob city era so then that's he kind of has i mean somewhat of a bad track record of of not making adjustments right yeah. with well, last year and all that stuff lob city came from vinnie del negro so he kind of inherited that and okay you know he wanted him to be a more complete team rather than just a uh energetic fun team you know and that's how we ended up coming up you know, to making the playoffs for the next five and so years straight so when i was there it was like kobe's last uh or when i was working with you in la that was like maybe 14 i got there yeah for like two years obviously kobe's last season in 2016 but yeah it was the Lakers were not looking good, bro. And you you guys were the ones running the town and having like the well, sellout I was, crowds the, and shit. I was on the other end of that straw at one point. So Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> I, I I man, I have nothing to complain about. The first basketball game I went to at Staples was Howard took me to. Oh yeah. Because I had never gone to a game. Howard. It was probably because you didn't want to go, dude. You had some shit to do. So then Howard was like, man, you want to go? I was like, uh, yeah. Like, I never even been to a fucking basketball game at Staples yet. Getting to the crux, I guess, of this episode of Kobe. I just remember you were not the biggest Kobe fan. If not, you were the number one <laughs> leader of the Kobe Hayden fan club, man. How did that come about? Like, what made you... First of all, who is your GOAT? Like, who is your guy? To me... Jordan is always going to be the guy. That's what I thought. The reason why I didn't like Kobe growing up was I saw other athletes that were doing just as great as he was. And I didn't understand the commotion around Kobe, even though he was that 18 year old, 19 year old kid doing crazy things. Right. I just didn't see it in him. My favorite player at the time was Vince Carter. And I think he still is all time for me. You know, so, but I was also seeing AI doing his thing at the time. I was seeing T-Mac do his thing at the time. I mean, Ray Allen was doing some stuff here and there, but for the most part, I got to see everyone else compete. I felt like Kobe was more of, he inherited the help. He had the best of the best, you know, and that was my other favorite center period Shaq Shaq was damn I didn't know that yeah oh I have his little uh, champion jersey back there so Shaq was fire yeah Shaq was the dude for me but again I I also hated Kobe because he was that good towards the end the end of his career I mean he pretty much proved why he was who he was you know as a competitor you 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 hate to see that because it's like oh I want that or 
I want to do that, but only he could have done it. That man was intense. He was always about his business. He was always just, he was just, just Kobe, man. Like, but I always, that's the reason why I hated the guy. He was about himself, you know? No, that's, I mean, that's why I wanted to bring it up. Cause I feel like that post that you, you put on your IG, few days after he had passed was like damn julio i didn't i never knew bro i never knew i was like man i wish fucking i, I knew this when i was with who working with julio dude like he never it's, it's so true out either right he never gave out yeah. secrets so mentality of a competitor that's not just mama mentality that's that's the mentality of a competitor like you don't want to let your competitor know your weaknesses you know so unfortunately it took that for me to realize everything you know and it sucks to say, but I understood why he was the way he was. And even the time when, like, the background shows, I always messed around with that signature. I always made fun of it because he didn't have to come in and, and, and sign our, our, our board. You know, I felt like he was forced to I, at the time. I felt like he he had to do it because Nike said, oh, yeah, that's a legit store. Go in there and, you know, show some love. But. In the end, I understand or I understood that, you know, he's he's about his job there. This guy is all basketball. This guy is about his work, his craft. And it sucks again. It sucks that I realized it after the fact. But, yeah, you know, that's that's what it is. I think that's legit and valid. But to take it back when you say AI, Vince Carter, Ray Allen. So was that when Kobe hopped on your radar and he had all this hype? Was it it was pre three Pete with Shaq, right? Yeah, it was that. So it was like, because I know he was doing all these shows. He was on Moesha, took Brandy to prom. Security was all set. We were all ready. All 15 cameras, that is. Parents were gearing up to flash away. So limo after limo arrived, bringing couple after couple. Everyone was sporting all sorts of fashions and hairdos. But where was Kobe? As far as some Lower Marion prom dates were concerned, they say they can do without NBA's future star at their prom. It's not Kobe's prom, it's Lower Marion's prom. It's all of our prom, including Kobe. We're not the class of Kobe, we're the class of 1996. Well, there was plenty of time for a Kobe-less prom. Three hours after it started, Kobe Bryant and his date pop star Brandy Norwood finally arrived in a white limo. Their security people did their best to keep microphones out of their face. We tried anyway. I had no recollection of anything. I was unaware of anything Kobe. I didn't own anything Kobe. So honestly, I had, I was all about his basketball game. And it was about, I didn't even know he had made a music video at one point. But yeah, that was all about his game and you know, he he perfected his game. He he just he was just that dude. He was just different. I also remember having a conversation with you between him and Mike. I feel like one of the reasons you didn't like him was because he was trying to be so much like Mike. Yeah, I mean, look at the the walk, the the jersey bite, the fist pump. I mean, it was the shot, the fadeaway. Like I get it, but I understand now. 
he was trying to emulate the best. He was trying to be the best. I understand it, you know? So, yeah. But he was a nerve. He was just like a, just the nerve you wanted to pinch just to get (laughs) away because he was always on it, you know? Yeah. Kobe the man, that's a different story. You know, I respect him fully as a man, but as a baller, I always hated his man. I hated his guts. I hated that he freaking ball. I hated, I mean, there was so much more that he could have done. I'm sure he got robbed of a few MVPs, but I was excited about it because it wasn't him. (laughs) So, yeah, that was Kobe, man. All right, Pete. To take it back to that, that day and that post that he had signed, I remember you... You guys had destroyed the rest of the poster, right? Like, I think Norman Longschlong was doing like a drop or something. Wasn't he the one that recorded it or something? Yeah, still up on. <laughs> but you guys kept the arms, right? Yeah, the arms are still they're still up at the shop. Yeah, I think every every August and every anniversary time, or actually more like every August, we're gonna try to post it up just to show some love. But it's still there. The body is gone, but the yeah, yeah. arms are still there is still legit over there just like that <laughs> originally he started off as black mamba and yeah started phasing the black out and started just doing mamba signatures but this uh-huh. black mamba 24 on it damn and i feel like after watching the last dance i feel like a lot of that comes from jordan you know black cat oh yeah like, <laughs> dude, that, that's a like i mean that was his big bro you know like yeah i mean that's what's crazy after the fact too like no one no one knew how much him and jordan were close you know i truly hate having discussions about who would win one-on-one and you're a fan saying hey kobe you beat michael one-on-one i feel like yo what you get from me is from him i don't get five championships here without him because he guided me so much and gave me so much great advice and even jordan at his service another crying meme were you able to catch any of that no oh oh whoa 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 yeah i mean that was emotional (laughs) now he's got me i'll have to look at another crying meme for the next I told my wife I wasn't going to do this because I didn't want to see that for the next three or four years. <laughs> that is what Kobe Bryant does to me. I'm pretty sure Vanessa and his friends all can say the same thing. He knows how to get to you in a way that affects you personally, even though if he's being a pain in the ass. But it sh- he always, you ever have a sense of love for him and the way that he can bring out the best in you. And he did that for me. Just another meme for Jordan, you know. <laughs> so you met him. Was that the only instance when you met him in person? Yeah, that, that was just a strange, strange moment. Just unexpected. Like I said, didn't know, didn't know he was going to be around at all. So I felt like he was just coming to shake my hand and right. handed him the Sharpie. And, you know, he did his thing. But after that, he shot his commercial. I don't know how he fit in that little Fiat, but <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was, that was that moment. It was, it was a dope moment. It was one of the few people, you know, that I've met that I could say shit. Like I hated this man, but I met, I met him. Like, No, yeah. man. That's like, oh, and I was talking with Reach about it and he had a, 
he had this crazy plan to meet him and he never really got to actually meet him and shake his hand but he had like this this interaction with him same type of deal but it was after he had retired and i guess nike was doing this thing in like the warehouse district and it was kind of he said it was eerie because the whole premise of this party was the release of his first shoe after his retirement so they had like all these visual style like memorials of Kobe, but it was to signify his death of his basketball career. Yeah. And I mean, I never got the chance to meet him, even though like he lived in OC and I feel like everyone yeah. would be like, oh, I saw Kobe at fucking El Torito. And I said, what's up? And I was like, what? Like, how are you? Where are you seeing this man? Or like one of my friends was like, yeah, I saw him at the Kumon like learning center because he was dropping his daughters off. And I was like, what? But I don't know. The the Mamba always eluded me and I never I never got the chance. But I think that's legendary. You got to shake his hand, even though you're like, fuck this guy at the at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> was Tack wanna... there as well? Oh, yeah. He got a he got a snap with him. We were all just shook because it was as if, you know, someone bit us. That that's really yeah. what it felt like. It's like, oh shit, we got bit right now. But he was I'm not gonna say again. I I understand after the fact why he was there. He he didn't speak at all. He just gave us the nod. You know, he shook our hand respectfully, and he was there about his business. He's there to shoot the commercial and go yep. play ball. Go play ball. Yep. My next question is always, where were you, or like, what were you doing when you heard the news? of what happened to him. Uh, so since I do live in Glendale, that morning, I remember it was about 9.30ish. I leave and uh, I think I'm going towards Costco because I'm going to a Carl's Jr. around the, right, right around, the, around the area. And I'm just noticing a helicopter just hovering around. And I take Bro, it as what? Another, yeah, I take it as another helicopter because those things are always floating from maybe OC or wherever it is to a base out here that they have uh Burbank. I don't even know where, but it's like carry yeah. base helicopters that just hover around here. So I'm noticing this helicopter that's floating around the area. I get my food. I'm driving back. As soon as I step into my, my spot, the TV says Kobe was the incident happened pretty much. And my jaw dropped after I saw their flight route. And I was like, wait, was that really him up there at the time? Because and 10 something, 10, like early morning. And it was just a surreal moment. And no lie. I mean, I'm sure everyone did. I mean, I shed a tear myself. I'm more than a tear because, I mean, this, this dude, we grew up with him. You know, we grew up with this cat. So that was, that's, I can still remember that day, man. It, it was, it was surreal. Surreal. Same, man. I mean, I, uh, yeah, more, more than a sh my fair share of tears. And it's, it was kind of fucked up. Cause it was like, damn, I don't even cry this hard when like a family member had dies, you know, it's like, you're definitely sad by it and shit like that. But you're just like, we grew up with him. 20 years is a long ass time, especially living in LA, man. Yeah. I didn't even know I had those kind of feeling from growing up hating him as much as I did, you know, it was then again, when I realized, damn, like, you know, I, sh I should have paid more attention to his craft rather than hate it, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah I mean, we all grew up with him, man. We all grew up with, with, with eight and 24, yep. eight and 24. So 
my first memories of him was the All-Star game, 98. But the Lakers still had Nick, Eddie, Cam- uh, and Shaq, yeah. Campbell, Sabalos, like all, and then they were all All-Stars. So like Kobe's hype was probably already growing at this point because, you know, first, first guard out of high school, first person to be elected to the all-star team that didn't start for his own team so that was kind of my first when i started paying attention was after the all-star game do you, do you remember that like when in 98 when it was like they were making a big deal about him versus jordan no again i wasn't that big kobe fan i started noticing kobe as soon as i mean i think jordan had just retired duncan was in the scene as well so yeah yeah, I mean, the Spurs got the championship right after the last dance. Yeah, so again, that Kobe was not always on my mind. Per yeah, yeah. I, Jordan was that dude at the Yeah. So then we got to see the trends. I think uh, the Spurs got that championship during lockdown year, right? So yeah, all we saw, all I got to see from that was Kobe's 2000, 2001, 2002. And that was... Three P. That's all it took for Los Angeles to be like, ah, <laughs> yeah. Kobe, Kobe, the youngest, da, da, da. and that's what drove me even crazier, you know. But at that time, you were still, you were, so you were still paying attention to the Clippers, though, right? You oh, were yeah. still fucking heavy with the Clippers, yeah, okay? Sure, okay. Hey, um, but still, Vince was in the, Vince was around, T Mac was around, AI was around, like these guys were balling, you know. Kobe was getting, he was, he was leveling up. He kept leveling up, right? Here. Right, right, right. I mean, yeah, the 96 draft class is a beast, bro. Even Nash. Imagine, and Nash took two MVPs from Kobe. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> well, what do you think about Nash's new team? I don't have bad feelings about Nash, but I do think it's Clippers of last year version two. I think. For the, for the Nets? Yeah. They okay. look good okay. on paper. They might be playing good on paper. Chemistry could be there, may not be there later on. If they go in the bubble, they they might act differently. They might need their space. You know, it could. It's all different in the bubble. We don't know that. So, I'm not. I mean, we were balling last year too. They're balling. So I can't really. Yo, you guys are still balling this year. I mean, it's the same. Granted, the bull, the the BS call last night. I feel like that should have. But like you said, it shouldn't have gotten to that point. It shouldn't have got to that point. And PG should have played more or it should have let him play. But I think, uh, I mean, Lakers, it's looking crazy for the Lakers this year too, man. Yeah. As in not good? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I know. I know. I mean, Bron's not getting any younger. You know how I feel about Bron. I don't, no one doubts that, man. Yeah, yeah. But still, I don't know if they lost three in a row this season, but they're about to play the, the hottest team in the West coming up, uh, which is the Jazz. Yeah, and they're, they're Eastern, but... Honestly, who's scared of the Jazz? When the playoffs come around, like, really? Nope. Like, it's 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 LA all day. All it's Clips Lakes. <laughs> like, that, that's really what makes me more upset. That's what... It didn't happen. That, if it does not happen again, oh my lord. <laughs> it's, it's, it's rigged. It's rigged. <laughs> how is covid there right now like is i know obviously you guys are open is are more thing is can you eat inside now um i'm not sure i haven't really been out but um it seems like things are getting better because i'm seeing that schools are going to start reopening sometime in March. Okay. 
apparently. So more vaccines are getting out there uh, or, right. or taking first and second shots. So it seems like it's getting better. We'll see. I heard, uh, you know, this past weekend, top rank mentioned uh, boxing that they, that was going to be their last paper, their last no fans event. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was in L.A. too? I think that was in Vegas. Oh, oh shit. I think. Because I know in Dallas, they, like, they've, they've been having people. Oh, yeah. I think I saw. You might be right. That's what I heard from top rank. They did say that it was their last non-fan event that they were going to host. So it'll get better soon. How have you been as far as when the shop closed down? You guys were only closed for, for how long? We were closed for about three, four months. The whole, you know, shutdown from March to july pretty much and how are you holding up during that time going crazy bro <laughs> but you know, trying to stay safe but yeah crazy um mind just everywhere you know but got through it we're 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 over that now i actually did get sick over a year ago i did catch it but i'm knock on wood thankfully still so. yeah for sure you knew it was it Oh, yeah. I felt everything. I was throwing up shakes, sweating, headache for no goddamn reason. Yeah, I didn't want to eat. It was just I had never felt that way. It was just a constant headache, pain, throbbing. God damn. Like, yo, what is going on? I, I didn't go to work for two, about two and a half weeks. You know me. I don't really I don't miss those. So, yeah, uh, I was out for about two and a half weeks. And yeah, like I said, fortunately, I'm, I'm still up. So a lot of stuff I've been missing out on. Like, again, I didn't even I knew you had this going on, but I didn't know you had it going on like this. So, you know, yeah, I'm just trying to catch up to what I've been missing on a lot of fucked up shit. Excuse the language. But, um, yeah, I'm just trying to trying to recuperate. That's it. Hey, man, you don't need a you don't need to excuse no language. You can smoke <laughs> as many blunts as you want, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh so I, I want it to feel like we're we're in the shop you know or when or we close the gate already and we're just chilling in the back wow. oh man i miss so much of those times too bro i was telling federico the homie that you stopped by was, yeah and all these times like dude you i even brought you up that day too i was like remember all those times y'all were fucking drinking in the back <laughs> with kenny ko and shit i remember all that damn Dude, I haven't talked to Federico in so long, bro. Yeah, man. Like, I think the last time, I mean, I we, I we did like a motorcycle trip to Palm Springs. I don't even know how many years ago this was, but I don't even think I was at, I think I was I was gone from blends or maybe. Um, but yeah, I just remember smoking a lot of weed and then he's like, all right, you ready to go back to LA? I was like, what? Because what? No. <laughs> he had, you know, he has bikes fucking crate. Looks like the Batmobile, yeah. bro. Like it's, and mine was like this little sportster. So it's like to him going from Palm Springs to LA is like, it's like he's in a, he might as well be in a car. Yeah. Whereas me, I'm like on a dirt bike. I'm like, <laughs> I like feel everything, dude. I thought I was going to die. Uh, but damn, he, so he's doing all right. <laughs> yeah, he's doing all right. He's, uh, he's, he's also trying to make moves right now, uh, trying to get his family all together, you know, because. They're going through tough times as well. So, but, uh, yeah, he's good. Still, yeah, still doing his 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 plants. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for mm -hmm. sure. And you still see Eleno <laughs> every day. I just hit him up early. Yes, <laughs> hit him up earlier. Yeah, hit him every just about every day. They got him working hella crazy out there now because it's got yeah. crazy out there in downtown, man. They got him wild. Like how so? Just like a lot more shit. Like bad shit is happening. Oh yeah, just. Got to be aware of your surroundings, really. 
How's the area where where the shop is? How like is it still the same or kind of different? Is it more as it more gentrified or like? Yes, it's beginning to get there gentrification, but it, there's just a lot of homeless people and it's, it's it's real bad. A lot of theft going on. Yesterday, I saw somebody just take a whole bunch of stuff in his bicycle. He's been robbing FedEx trucks. He's been robbing Amazon packages. Like it's it's been going. They've been going in downtown. No man, I I see your stories. You're you're, you're my eyes into <laughs> into the that's seventh in L.A. Dude, some yeah. wild shit on there. So every day, I think I deal with something just about every other day. Like just yeah. So gotta have some back there to protect. How do you feel like the the sneaker game now? You would cop everything every once in a while. Like you never you were never into the hype yeah. or like any type of shit. I mean, still that way. I mean, I people only buy what they like anyway so i'm just keeping it casual still keeping it casual, yeah, yeah. simple uh, i'm still not getting into the hype even though i may like it it seems cool but no nah, i'm not i'm not getting into it yet not yet at least yeah Most i mean shit is, is freaking <laughs> these basketball cards and baseball cards is going on I don't know if you've seen the craze going on about that, but that's that's the how much they're 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 worth nowadays and shit. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Do you have any? I recently started buying some, but now I don't have okay. anything from my past, my X Men cars, my B. Yeah, yeah, I don't have any of that, you know. But just getting back into it, staying distracted. That's that's all I'm trying to do. He's loose now, man. The, the tiger's out the cage, bro. Dude, I that's I've been playing Life of Pablo for the last couple of days because I seriously feel like yay, like yo, yay. Him and that, him and Kim, bro. Exactly, like that's really what kind of wavelength I'm trying to get on right now. As much as I didn't fuck with him as much either, but I'm that's the kind of wavelength I'm in right now. You gotta keep it pushing. Things move on. People grow apart. Man, I knew it had to be something when when I asked you and you're like, yeah, I'm going to deal with some trials right now. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it, it just happens, I guess. You know, it happens and I'm sad about it for sure. Ten years isn't isn't nothing to play with. But, you know, I just I just got to look forward and be thankful for people like you and just people who have been around me this whole time and just trying to be keep me positive. You know, that that's that's really all I could be grateful for right now. Just. Not, not not looking to be negative or, or look back. No, nah, man. You have to. You have to. Yep. Honestly, man, thank you so much for agreeing to do this. You really didn't have to. I know it's like even me like prepping up to like call you and shit was like, damn, like this is kind of it's, it's stressing me out because I want you to feel like cool, you know, and I don't want it to be like this weird force thing. No, nah, but it, I mean, I think it went good and I felt like it did feel like we were just chilling in the shop. Yeah, I'm chopping it up. <laughs> me, like I said, this ain't no you know, boss thing. I never saw that. You are a figure in the streets of DTLA, man. And the legendary all praise to Tack and Mike of the blends who have been around. It means a lot that you come on to do this. And I hope, uh, you know, you can be like a recurring uh, recurring thing, man. And, you uh, know, anytime you want to talk some shit on basketball yeah, or whatever in general. It's my first one. So if you need more of it, I, I, you already know what comes after this. <laughs> Before we cut this, who do you think should get MVP? And then who do you see coming out the East and West? And then ultimately, who do you see getting the chip this year? If you're okay, let's let's narrow it, let's make it easier. MVP right now, if it shit ended, because I feel like I I was team LeBron on the MVP, but now it's like 
I'm looking at Embiid and these 50 point, 50 pieces he's putting up. The last dominant big man was Shaq. So yeah. I'm always going to go with LeBron because <laughs> yes, that, and if not on your team, your team is not valuable. I honestly am looking at Donovan Mitchell, man. Okay. I'm looking at Mitchell as the regular season MVP. Okay. He's got a chip on his shoulder from what Charles Barkley, I think, said. I think Shaq told him, like, he's not the... Oh, yeah, yeah. He's not the type of caliber player yet. By the way, Shaq, I, I said tonight that uh, you are one of my favorite players, but you don't have what it takes to get to the next level. I said it on purpose. I wanted you to hear it. What do you have to say about that? All right. That's it. <laughs> that's it? All right. That's it. Okay, cool. I mean, I want you I, to hear I, it. I've been hearing, well, Shaq, I've been hearing that since my rookie year. You know, I'm just going to get okay, better and well, do what I do. Good. At the end well, of the day. Well, that's what I want you to hear you say. Yes, Love sir. your game, brother. Keep it up. Appreciate it. And Spider said, all right, and look at what he's doing. So I'm looking at him to prove everybody wrong right now. East, West? And just be Clippers, Lakers, period. That's really it. But if Lakers healthy, I'm still going to say Lakers champion. Never going to doubt LeBron at all. LeBron is that dude. I'm never going to doubt his talent and potential to get to the finals every damn year. I'm never going to doubt that. But until the Clippers prove me wrong, I can't speak anything about them. I'm just being realistic. I've been dragged along for what, over 30 years, 20 some odd years of just getting to the Western, not even to the Western Conference. <laughs> I'm saying Shit. from experience, I'm going to say Lakers. But and all my heart wants to say is Clippers all day. Yeah. And we ever get there, believe I'm going to be out there. Yes, sir. Believe it. Believe it. In the East, I, I'm going to stick with, I'm going to stick with Miami, man. Miami. Oh, okay. Okay. You're right, though. Like everyone wrote them. I mean, they're they're climbing right now. And especially, you know what I liked after the game against the, the Lakers, right? Mm -hmm. Rachel Nichols interviewed Butler and was like, so how does this feel to beat the defending champs, the Lakers, the team standing between you and the last year's ship? And, and Jimmy Butler goes. Every win that we get feels great. Don't get me wrong. Uh, the defending champs, yes. But uh, we just got to start stringing together wins uh, on the road at home against the Lakers, against anybody. Damn, Jimmy, like just straight real talk right there. Add them up. Add them up yeah. until it counts. Yeah. You know, that's, that's Jimmy's mentality. That, honestly, that was George's mentality. It's like he wanted to he wanted to put that fear in you. I don't care who it is. Like, I'm just here to play and win. That's it. Damn. That's All right, man. With the underdog Miami out the out the east. Your heart says Clips, but your mind saying Lakers. So if it's a rematch of last year, I mean, I I can't. I mean, I don't know. I guess at full strength, both it would have been a kind of a decent series. I guess last year. Yeah. So okay. So so. All right. Who do you got winning the chip then? Man. Can't doubt LeBron, man. Like, <laughs> yo, that gives him five. Then that gives him five, and then you know he's getting MVP. I mean, you don't know, but I mean, he's getting the MVP. Like, AD's been regressing, man. I think uh, he partied too hard, man, when he got the chip. Yeah, I think he got he got overwhelmed with with the championship, and I mean, Braun wants to make it to where he could play with his son. You know, 
yeah have to make it to that so i mean he's gonna preserve his energy but he's still gonna give it his all and he's gonna get that mvp like he's gonna be the most visible player in the playoffs like, yeah in the yeah. finals at, at that so i can't doubt braun getting to the finals again when he's done it what nine out of 10 or 11 times in a row yep so his odds are crazy there's a stat going around is that braun has enough chance enough percentage of a chance to make the finals as steph curry does making a three? Oh, <laughs> like Lord. yeah what? like i was like damn really like we're talking the best shooters of all time oh. like <laughs> to uh, I yeah, that's that was uh, remarkable, but yeah, all hail, all hail, King James. Powder up, <laughs> not baby Johnson Johnson though, man. <laughs> Telling you, be careful with that. All right, over just a few. Oh, did you ever get to meet LeBron? I didn't necessarily meet him, but we went to uh that same year twenty. Actually, it was twenty fourteen. We got invited to go to uh, I think it was Dre's. They they had all athletes in there and Bron. Wait, in Vegas or in L A? Oh, here in L A. Okay, okay. I think it was 2016 uh, or 2014. It was the second time. Actually, it was 2011, if I'm not mistaken. Shoot. Okay. I think Ye performed that day, too. Ye performed. Damn. Of, yeah, it was a wild night. So that was like Watch the Throne uh, that years was, then, uh, was it or no? Beautiful Dark Fantasy time. Oh, damn. That's just even harder, Ye bro. Came down the steps, and then he just started performing. And you see, you see freaking Steph. This was when Steph Curry was with Nike, too. So you see yeah, yeah. Curry, Braun, Manu Ginobili, you see uh, Ron Harper, you see all, you know, Nike athletes pretty much. So Damn. That, that, Damn. That's what I was surrounded by, but not specifically like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would, what, what I about. would have been him rather than. <laughs> I know, I know. I, and you, I, you ain't alone. You ain't alone in that. You ain't alone in that. Oh, did you ever meet Jordan? No, nah, I wish. I wish. Damn. There were okay. stories about him at the when I used to work at Nike Town, but yeah, yeah. Never. Hey, never say never. That the goat's Ooh. still still alive Ooh. and kicking, man. True, true. <laughs> you never know. Also, um, you still been going to Vegas? I feel like you, you used to go to Vegas a lot, right? I stopped for about ten years, bro. <laughs> No, but I mean, whenever you were with her, I feel like even yeah. during your time with her, you guys would go to Vegas and do like trips. Yeah. But now I'm just saying you should, you should go to, you should go to Dre's in Vegas because th their shit's open, bro. Believe. I mean, I don't think you can go to a club, but you can like. But I, I, I mean, I used to go all the time. I used to just go distract myself, you know. I used to just go by myself, roam alone, like I just distract myself. Um, it's about to get back to that in a little bit. I think it's time, bro. I see you just detailed the caddy. I next see you just detailed the caddy, man. Next week, shit. Next week, pull up, son. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's uh. No, my my uh my mom just moved to to Henderson. Oh really? She's like twenty minutes out. Yeah, that's not. Uh, so I was there for fuck, I don't even know, like uh in January, early January. Oh shit. But um, yeah, I got like a little home base there. Good. And it's crazy. The Raiders are there. Like all this shit's popping. It's Bel the new arenas. <laughs> I feel like they'll get a basketball team, man. Hopefully, long overdue. If if like, uh, it's sad that the Clippers are having a stadium in Inglewood because no one in Inglewood is gonna want to mess with the Clippers. That's all Laker Town over there. So well, didn't they? Balmer bought the form, right? But then he's not building it. He's keeping the form, and he's just building the new arena down the street. Yeah, I mean right. Yeah, he's 
in a sense, he's creating jobs for people out there as well. But the community doesn't they, they need more than that. You know, they need more than just another statue just standing in the middle of the road there. Yeah. So they Vegas was set for for the Clippers, in my opinion. They're just wild like that. They're betting. Damn, that would have been crazy, bet, bro. The betting team like you bet. Yeah. On- you either win or lose, and that's how they. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was all I had for this. I, at least we, we got to catch up and talk yeah, and talk a little bit of Kobe stories. But yeah, I feel like your stories are always good, man. And I want to uh, thank you again for coming on. Any parting words? You want anything else you want to say or <laughs> get off your chest? <laughs> uh, just uh, like I said, appreciate you for having me on here. It's my first time doing this one, so yeah, man. Appreciate you just still being here, bro. Hey man, riding it, it out. Come to New York. Oh, I am. Believe yeah, it. Yeah, come to New York. Believe it. And uh, keep me posted on that. If you need a place to stay, I got you. If you just want to kick it, or if you get like some some baller Airbnb or, or whatever, or some hotel, which Wait, I'm sure well, you're, you're more. Yeah. <laughs> regardless, come out here. Uh, I wish. I mean, we'll, we'll still be in, in contact. But yeah, man, keep keep staying positive. Keep doing shit that you're doing, and the world ain't ready, man. Tigers out the cage. Yes. <laughs> Also, give my regards to fucking Eleno and, and Feta and man, I, I, I miss those guys. I told them uh, to listen, yeah, bro. Man. I hope they listen. All right, bro. All right, man. Good looking out. Thanks bro. again. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's all good. Peace, Julio. Peace, man. Step up in this bitch like I'm the one you bitch like. Yeah, I'm the one you bitch like. And I be talking shit like. I ain't scared to lose a fist fight And she grabbing on my light She wanna see if it'll fit right That's just the way Ways don't die Let me grasp you for the moment I don't need to own you, no lie Ways don't die, baby Let me crash you for a moment Baby, I don't, I don't Sun don't shine in the shade Bird can't fly in a cage Even when somebody go away The feelings don't really go away That's just the way